Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up? Hump Day. Jay Foreman. Austin. Kenny Wilhite, old school. We are in effect. Brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients and Butcher Shop located at 84th and Havelock. Every type of meat, every type of cut. Uh, the weather's looking good, really good on Sunday. So go in there and stock up and so you can fire up that grill. And uh, whether you're cooking for the week or cooking for the for the night, you know, it's always good choices in there. So crossover with On the Block was good. We, we kind of alluded to what the first segment would be on or the majority of the first segment would be would be uh some of the contract demands kenny of lamar jackson where he's at um you know i would i mean obviously we we you know at least i can speak for myself never been on the level of lamar jackson mm-hmm. obviously we, our, first of all we've never been uh you know a quarterback at the professional level but with the you know the amount of money that he's asking for potentially could get you know the type of pressure i want to ask you what do you think the type of pressure do you think he's under Number one, you got the whole sports world, both in social media, media, which is controlled by some of the owners, mm-hmm. and then you got the whole league essentially, you know, sending out an MMO, don't pay this, don't pay this man. What type of pressure do you think he's under, or do you think Lamar, because what people don't understand and forget, he almost was a Husker. Yes. He, and not almost, he should have been a Husker. Should have been a Husker. Him and How P- close? Uh, about this, he pretty was, darn. He was, he was very, like, very finish close. line, finish, finish line, line, and some people dropped the bag. Yep, and JPP was as well because they were a package deal. Mm-hmm. Um, John Pierre Paul, for you people that uh, don't know what JPP is, so I wanted to ask you, what type of pressure do you think he's under? Well, I think he's under a lot of pressure, but I, I don't think he's going to let that uh, affect him. Right, the pressure is for him to try to get this deal done on his own, right, without any representation. So I don't think that's going to affect the way he's going to play the game of football. I, I think that he's done enough for Baltimore to reward him. Yeah, more than enough. more than and enough he, for them to reward him. So the pressure, I, I think he, I think he's under more pressure being out on the football field than he is yeah. in this situation. Do you do you think that? Now we all know that everything's a part of a negotiation. Him sending out the tweet, him having another reply and rebuttal that he didn't sit out for money reasons as far as, you know, being injured. Um, do you think, you know, obviously when push comes to shove, whether he has to play for the tag or maybe he gets a short-term contract, maybe like a two- or three-year deal, I don't know what they could possibly get to some sort of compromise. Do you think he ever plays for Baltimore again? Right now, no. Mm-hmm. Um I just think he's lost the love. I think whoever he's dealing with has taken the passion, the love that he had for Baltimore. For the organization. For the organization. Um, I don't think he will, but who knows. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think he possibly could play again. I don't think we'll see the version of Lamar Jackson that we've we've been accustomed to. I think he would play 
and it would be a business type of deal. I'll give you something, but I'm not giving you everything. And that's part of the reason why he's, or, you know, been so unstoppable is the passion that he's played and the, you know, the fluidity and the, you know, the element of surprise and his ability to essentially, you know, outrun a spy technique or, you know, just, just, just do anything out. Just, just essentially, annihilate a defensive game plan for four quarters against the highest paid professionals in the world and grown men that are playing that are, you know, in the probably top 1% of athletes in the whole wide world. You have one guy that has been up, up, unstoppable. So, you know, I, I think for him, you know, I think it's a lot more pressure right now because there's nothing to do. You, you know, I'm sure he's going to his trainer and mm-hmm. doing all that stuff, but that's a couple hours, that's a couple hours a day. And then, it, and I'm sure he has stuff going on off the field. I think that if it was during the season, I think the pressure would be minimal That's, because people in that locker room mm-hmm. and there's a, and, and there's a you know this there's an unwritten rule we don't talk about people's households and people's money money your, your you know your wallet. Yep. So everybody knows it's a business, and so the and then nine times out of ten the players are going to be on your side because again. You know what Lamar's done. You know what type of player he is, and you know how cutthroat the NFL can be because you you know every player is going to see somebody either get cut, traded, or not compensated to the level that they play at. So, um, I think it's it's probably a little bit more pressure now, and it's more or less out of I wouldn't say boredom, but it's this big pot of gold that you have earned, and and are willing to continue to earn. In in a normal sense, when you're an MVP, 26 years old, and a, you know whether you want to look at Tom Brady playing way into his 40s, Aaron Rodgers, or somebody like Lamar, um, Cam Newton in a sense, he has a ton of really good years left in 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 uh, you know in his body, and nobody's at the forefront to pay him. When in a normal year, I think there'd be two or three teams that'd be willing to take it. I think it was good business sense of Baltimore. They knew the dynamics of what the ownership uh, would probably look at and, and, and jump on board, which you can't blame Ozzie Smith and Eric DaCosta because they, they're play, they're, they're, their job is to do what's financially prudent for the Baltimore Ravens and their football team and their salary cap. Now, I think you, you – and I want to get your opinion on this. I think that's always a good thing to do to a point because I, I think sometimes you have to pay – and Lamar's earned it. So you're not paying for somebody that's not good. No. So I think sometimes you have to be careful of how you treat a such a huge star in your locker room, huge star in your community, right? Because the big thing about Baltimore Ravens football is that home field advantage, and they embody the, 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 the city of Baltimore. City of Baltimore. So when you're dealing with a, a potential iconic figure, this is after Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and – and in, in, in Suggs, so, he sizzled. Yep. All those guys are gone. So when you think of Baltimore Ravens, who do you think of? Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. The long-term ramifications, and I'm not saying you might not give him a whole – you might not go fully 250 guarantee or whatever his bottom or his high number is, but there's something that where you can come to a compromise. Mm-hmm. It's worth it considering the long-term ramifications, what you could do – Potentially to free agents coming along, um, draft picks and agents, 
and the community. Yep. I mean, it's just like when you're running your own company. If your employees aren't happy, yeah, that company ain't going to be worth two cents. Right. You know what I mean? So um, people want to be compensated, but people also want to be told how appreciative they are. You are of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So that's it just goes to show you that um, – some people are appreciative and some people aren't. They right. they think they have all the balls in their the, all the balls in their court, yeah. and they don't. Um, again, I hate to speak on another man's money, but I think he deserves everything he he he's asking for right. and, and more. Because right. I think he's a better quarterback than some of the guys that have gotten. Yeah, easy, man. I mean, even pocket Hercules down there, and I'm never hating on anybody. I'm not, I'm not gonna hate on anyone, hey, but he's, he's a better power, quarterback. Yeah, than, he's a better teammate. Teammate too. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's I mean, you know, obviously, you know, the old saying goes, NFL stands for not for long. And then if there's ever a case of that, uh, Lamar Jackson shows you that. I mean, even, you know, I wouldn't say the thing with Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay, but it also lets you know how quickly they'll jettison you or draft somebody in your as your replacement when you're in your prime. Mm-hmm. I think Aaron Rodgers, I was thinking, I was reading something where he won, he, since the, they drafted Jordan Love, and I think he won two MVPs since then. I'm not, the, I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers fan because I think that, even though they haven't drafted well, he's been having home field advantage to get to the Super Bowl numerous times and has choked himself. He hasn't played well down the stretch, but I'm just saying as an organization, you know, that lets you know that, or if I'm a young quarterback, I'm like, look, yeah, you might, you, you, you love Lamar when he's on your rookie deal. Mm-hmm. They love you on the rookie on deal. The rookie deal. They, they, it's Lamar to, it's Lamar, everything. Lamar go, you know, sign here for 10,000 bucks. Here you go. Get on this commercial. Yep. Do this. Let's put him up everywhere. The Ravens flock and here comes Lamar. They got everything when you're on that rookie deal. All sudden times where you to really start paying a brother. Oh man, you got amnesia up here. Ghost you, it, you know. It's, it, hey, it's CRS. It's can't remember you, Tilly Poo <laughs> syndrome. Okay, there's a lot of people that live by that. Where they, they, in the moment, they have a very uh, unique memory, and I think their memory is has a filter, um, you know, really, really well. Janet Jackson, what have you done for me lately? And it's, I don't even they care what they what what have you done for me lately. All of a sudden, they worried that this man missed five games. You you worried about this dude missing five games? He's the only reason that you in the game. Yeah. So then, you know, nothing against Tyler Huntley, nothing against him. You know, I never he ain't seen Lamar Jackson. I've never seen anybody play two games and make a Pro Bowl. I've never seen that. I listen. So many people said bump the Pro Bowl home. That'd be like here's a, here's an example, Kenny. Here's what's funny. And I was thinking about this on the way over, and I was thinking I'm thinking about Lamar. I'm thinking about Huntley. And in every contract, there is even when you're a late, you know, draft pick like myself. They you get. I mean, if I would have made the Pro Bowl in my broke, rookie, you got broke up. I would have made. Twice what I've made the whole season. Yes. Because they know it's hardly ever going to happen. Yes. Because if I do become a Pro Bowl player, they're going to give me a new contract because they like they're going to be end up giving anyways. I was thinking, man, you know, in my first year, you know, I went from, you know, I made the team, then you're inactive, and then you start playing, especially then you. Do, I just went to starting. I would. I literally went from the stands to playing the whole game, <laughs> and I played a couple good games. Right. I'm thinking to myself. What I would be like on the well, that time they were playing in Hawaii, I made the Pro Bowl after two games with all them dudes in the locker room, all them other linebackers throughout the league. You know what I'm saying? Like no line, like Ray Lewis, Junior Seau, Zach Thomas, 
you know, whoever else, Mo Lewis, everybody said, you know what, I ain't going to Hawaii for whatever reason. Now, I know they would, but the, and they obviously went, and I wasn't anywhere on the radar. But they said, you know what, I get the call. I'm probably driving home from Buffalo. Hey, man, you made the Pro Bowl. after you know. Oh, at that time, I started six games, but just imagine, you know, just only starting two games. You'd have pulled off on the side of the highway and jumped I out hey, the screen. Hey, I would say, I'm leaving from Chicago. You would have pulled off on the side of the and highway I left, and, and I would have left that, that SUV full of clothes <laughs> right there. And I said, I'll just I would say, hey, I need some money so I can buy some clothes to get to Hawaii. Yep. So that lets you know the dire straits of the quarterback situation of the Baltimore Ravens. And there's nobody out there that can replace them because they essentially have drafted offensively, defensively, and special teams-wise based on Lamar Jackson. Yep. They've beefed it up and created more speed on the second level. Beefed up the defensive line, created more speed on the second level. Let Matthew Judon go, who's at New England, who essentially should should have been well. T.J. Uh, Watt uh, won the Defensive Player of the Year. Judon was next. He was second in sacks this year. He's been, I mean, he's in his prime. Mm-hmm. So they had to let him go for the potential. They knew they was about to pay Lamar Jackson. So now you hear about the supposed to pay the man. Now you pulling the Al Davis. They hit him with the Allen Iverson crossover. Or the stiff arm. Or the stiff arm. Yeah. Or the, uh, the, the Derrick Derrick Henry, Henry they hit him arm. with the Derrick Henry. I mean, I, I mean, it's no different when the Raiders would draft. They drafted, and now look, Jamarcus Russell, whatever you think. <laughs> you drafted him number one, and then you, like, trying not to pay him. You got to – he's number one. He ain't number 156 like mm-hmm. Jay Foreman. This is the first dude that got paid. But he don't get making it into the season. He don't get signed until the season start. So what you drafting for? That's the funny thing about these NFL teams. They'll draft guys number one in the first round with no intention of paying them. And that's, this shows you right here. Yep. Yep. What I would text line, text in what NFL player has won offensive or defensive MVP or league MVP that didn't get a second contract? I'd like to know that. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm not a betting man, Kenny. I, I'm betting you the over under. I'm always gonna take the under. Is under four people. I was gonna say. I was gonna say under four. Yeah, yeah. It'd be good. Texas uh, blow us up a little bit. Next, we're gonna talk a little spring ball. We got a uh, couple questions coming in on the on the uh, YouTube about the Dylan Rayola canceling his visit. What it means. I'm gonna ask you what it means. Um, you know, I remember I canceled a couple of visits, but it wasn't to this magnitude. They were probably like, cool. We, you know, this yeah, brother like, hey, like this, this brother like bacon cheeseburger too much. <laughs> we don't need him. So, Kitty Will, hi, Jay Forber. We'll be right back and we'll jump into some Husker football. <laughs> 